Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Side chat here. It is Tuesday, March 15, 2022. That's right, Tuesday. I guess most of you won't hear this till Wednesday, so, you know, we're really fucking you up this week, I guess. It happens. Do you think. I just had a, a thought in this moment. So, yesterday, being part of the, the, the big thing, jumping on on that, and I was called out multiple times throughout that for my presentation in the camera, whether it was you telling me to wake up or someone telling me I look delighted to be here and all this other shit. I mean, you had your arms crossed and your face buried in the desk. So I was exhausted and I hate those shows. <laughs> so <laughs> I lean back. I'm just, I'm sitting here, lean back and I'm like, all these podcasts now truly are going to, I'm talking about like celebrity podcasts, not necessarily um, us. Um, though some do, but they are going to that YouTube, like two cameras, you know, and putting out the visual video content as well. And like, we've joked before because we do do some dumb shit to one another here on camera on this show. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, man, I'm just trying to find a way that's comfortable that my back doesn't hurt. (laughs) And a lot of the times, (laughs) like right now I'm sitting here and I was like, I got that lumbar thing. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm sitting here adjusting the back of my chair, trying to find the spot to put pressure. Yeah. And I was leaning back and I was like, yeah, right there, baby. (laughs) And I was fully prepared to not move at all. But then I realized I'm looking at the fucking ceiling. I'm not looking at you. I'm not making any eye contact. It takes all of the fun out of our show with one another. I enjoy seeing your facial expression. So I had to start to turn my head. And I was like, ooh, that hurts my neck and shoulders. I'm getting old, man. This ain't it. This just ain't it. It's not going to wheel this thing around and figure out how I'm going to do it. (sighs) Anyway. That thing you were talking about, the 500th episode... Yeah, I didn't know if we could say that yet or not, or what the hell was going on, so... It, it is recorded. The 500th episode is recorded. Uh, this is episode 492, so got a, a hot minute yet before it goes up, which is good, because I feel like I have to edit that show quite a bit. Um, I uh, I made two appearances. I I actually woke up feeling pretty goddamn good this morning. Good. All things, I woke up and I was like... I wasn't hungover. I wasn't. I, I felt fucking great. So that wine. You channeling the youth. <laughs> that was the One first time. time. In year, <laughs> that was the first time in years where I drank that much and got up and I'm like, I'm fine. So that was that was a nice feeling. But uh, yeah, got drunk. I don't remember fucking anything from that show except it was a goddamn <laughs> massive train wreck as they always are. And if I remember correctly, you left and then came back. <laughs> and if I remember, you went running. I did. Yeah. What? Every uh, every day. Look, it's no secret. We've talked about my obesity on this particular show quite quite often at nauseum, some would say. Uh, and I'm working on I'm running away from that, literally and figuratively. So every every night I run about two miles um, or so, give or take, whatever the hell the neighborhood route is twice. Um, but uh, 
I gotta tell you, man, like I'm in a lot of pain uh, <laughs> every day. Like I've never. So I just had this conversation with Stephanie. My whole life, uh, like pre like pandemic, maybe like a couple years before that. So like up through like my mid twenties, like I was always super light on my feet and like bouncy and like I, I would get like tight, like my back would tighten up or hamstrings or, you know, whatever. And like, I'd be a little stiff or a little sore, but like nothing prevented me from playing baseball or basketball, uh, you know, or going golfing or, or fucking or, or doing anything active that I enjoy. Right. Sure. And <clears throat> I'm noticing now that like, I, like everything that I do is just heavy and like weight. Like there's no fluidity to any motion that I have. Like I used to be able to like, just fuck like a gazelle, man. I was just, it was, it was like moving artwork. I, I tell you it was phenomenal. And I, and I can, I can say that with the utmost confidence now. Do I like, I feel like now a you Lego. have a back sa- uh, No, I feel like and... a Lego. Like, you know how yeah. they can only move one way. That's me. And if we try to deviate from that movement, <laughs> like, or Barbies, you know, depending on what, what crew sure. is yeah. listening. Barbies and G.I. Joe's. Let's roll with that. Okay. So, like, I, I would have to move my entire body in and out. Like, I couldn't just, like, rotate a hip or, like, throw something over. Like, my even my flexibility over the last couple of weeks is just not there. I'm like, when did this happen? So, last night, when I went for that run when I left the show and I was like, you know what? I can get this in a little earlier than normal on Mondays. Cause Dan had plenty of other entertainment. He didn't need me. And I went running and I shit you not. I must've been two blocks from my house. If that, and I get a call. Hmm. So I'm assuming that it's like, like I said, I obviously get calls from investigators and, and, uh, and, and law firms or insurance uh, personnel and they can call anytime so i'm like trying to catch my breath and i'm like hello this is shane and like moving the phone from my face and just and then i bring it back and i hear it's you and i'm like and i just recall saying oh this motherfucker or something like that uh and i don't i don't think it took very much convincing at all because i was like yeah sure i'll come back in and uh and that's what i did so you know i but point of that whole thing was coming back to the house, like stopping where you're not yet far enough into a run where you can, where you should feel not great. Last night taught me that, Oh, I don't feel great from the beginning. It's not the fact that I run two miles. It's the fact that I've chosen to move. My lower back is stuck. Like I can't (laughs) move at all. Like I just come home and I'm just like, Steph, just punch me in the back as hard as you can. And that probably saves our uh, future marriage. Honestly, she gets to take out the aggression. I get to feel remotely okay for a moment. And, you know, then I realize that here we are in a domestic abusive partnership. So. Okay. Ridiculous. But anyway, I did. I jumped back on last night for you. (laughs) (sighs) 500th episode. Yeah, pretty proud. <clears throat> and I've been a part of now, like, uh, I don't know, what, nearing 20% of those? Um, what are we at between the old stuff and this stuff? Yeah, you were around for a lot of regular brotherly pods as well. 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, you've had uh, your fair share. This is episode uh, 47 of Flyerside Chat. Wow. Oh. All right, well, not as high as I thought, but still not bad. That and probably a couple dozen brotherly pods in there over the years. Yeah. So, you know. Shocking. Shocking that these people want to continue to sit here and listen to, to me. <sighs> oh. You know what else I've I've come to to realize? Um, so I, not unlike yourself, I will listen to our best ofs if I'm down or if I'm like super stressed and busy or like just need to take 15 minutes at work to totally not think about work. Yeah. So I'll just throw random things on. Well, I've also lately been trying to just like find random flyer side chats and just play it. So that way I don't like reuse stories because I realize as of late, since I'm not leaving the house as frequently as I used to, that my stories are, are lesser and lesser by the week. Like I have to really dig deep sometimes to, uh, to either create, to create a moment throughout the week that I can turn into a story or to dig back into the past. So I was like, let me just like remind myself and I got something's wrong, like with me as a human. <laughs> you don't like, say. <laughs> no, I mean, like we can go from sitting there and talking about the most inappropriate things. And I'm so sarcastic and just borderline hateful and hurtful. Like it's not great. And then all of a sudden I'll like turn around and I'll have this genuine response to something where I'm like, well, hold on, hold on. I know this isn't the theme of the show or the tone of the show, but let me take a second. And I like snap into like reality, Shane. And I'm like, man, these people must think that I'm like definitely in need of medication. Like there might be seven of me. Like I might be the actual like diagnosis of split. Like I am where the movie originated. They, they took one look at this podcast and they said, you know what? That guy does seven different personalities in, in one fucking show. Let's make a movie out of that. And that's what I'm learning. Uh, the more that I dip back into to our old shows and look for content and stuff. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll throw an old one on just some random uh, episode from the past and uh yeah they all hold up well so they do because they're not I'm, about hockey stuff <laughs> yeah and i'm quite pleased with the product Just random insanity i guess <clears throat> quite pleased with the product so i did almost die this weekend from something besides running yeah wow. so <clears throat> i witnessed my fourth car wreck by the way in the last 10 days or so you might have to move. That Bro. sounds like they're coming for you. <laughs> something. I don't know what is happening, but I was just about to say, like, get like a bicycle or something. I was like, but no, that you'd be the That's, first bicyclist. Seems like to a die. worse idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> like maybe tra- public transportation. Maybe like I feel like oh, nothing I... that bad happens there. I don't know, man. I mean, you know what? Maybe you should just stay inside. <laughs> Gee, I'm never gonna leave again. <laughs> that might be oh, it. That I... might be the way to go. I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me, but clearly something's happening. Clearly. Oh, um, so we we had recently like we sat down, Stephanie and I, and my mortgage officer and my realtor were all talking and, and we're like, you know, like we definitely can like expand our budget, right? So like we had previously been looking in like for a certain price range of home, and like we realized that like we could theoretically double that and still not have a problem. So we're like, you know what? let's start to like expand our search here and help ourselves out. So last week or like this past weekend, a few days ago was the first time that we were able to go out and have like 
a full day of houses and tours and different things that our, our realtor had set up for us. Ordinarily, we meet at one house and call it a day and that's it. So we'd like seven properties to go to. So the first property that we get to, and mind you, I am working on like the the beginnings of one of the worst migraines I've ever had mm. in my entire life. So <clears throat> I'm already like, I'm very sensitive to smells uh, and light um, and out and like loud noises and stuff. Like it's just, I'm really just, I'm struggling. I'm trying to get through this this morning, trying to get through this day. We're on property number one. And the realtor who was showing the property, um, who was not our realtor, it was a, a like I said, it's another realtor. Um, very sweet woman, right? But she's a little bit older. And you know how like when, as you start to age, like some of your senses start to diminish. So like older people often use way too much cologne mm-hmm. or yep. perfume, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that was this woman. Now she was like overly friendly and overly nice, which is, it's a great like sales tactic. And like, it's very personal. I'm sure she's great at what she does, but to a guy with a migraine who was also in a fight with his fiance, the whole <laughs> drive there, and dreading the rest of the day that we had to do. The last thing I needed was friendly. I actually just needed to, to just have a realtor be me. Just be like, go fuck off. Just go walk around. Tell me if you want the place. That would have been ideal. This woman followed me around everywhere. But the scent was like, like I thought I was going to die. And I started like having trouble breathing. And she's like, honey, you don't, you look white. And I'm like, I am white. And she's like, no, I, you just, are you okay? And she kept getting closer. And I was like, just, just give me a second. And she's like, I don't think you need a second. And she kept coming closer. Like I assume motherly instincts would take yeah, over her yeah. and me. I'm like childlike instincts. I'm like, no, get away. So I'm like trying to back up. And I'm like, can you just give me, give me some space? I'm sorry. I was like, I just, uh, I think I probably need to go outside for a moment. I'm trying everything possible to be nice and not just be like, I think you use the entire bottle of perfume today. And I just, can't handle it in this moment it also smells like death not like actual perfume and like fuck man i was trying to be nice and she just kept following me around the house and i was like you know what i'm gonna check upstairs real quick and i want to take one more look at the master master bathroom for a second like i just i just i'll be right back so i go upstairs and like i'm thinking there's no way that her rickety old bones are gonna make it up those damn stairs 30 seconds later i just hear this just And I realize it's me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was her. She gets upstairs and she's like, you just don't look, you, you don't look good at all. Do you want me to go downstairs and, and get your daughter? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she was like, yes, the, the girl that, that came with you. And I was like, my fiance, how old do you think I am? And she was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and she goes, so you don't have heart problems. And I'm like, I do. Why are we, can we back up for a second? You thought, Stephanie, who's got like a side of silver hair, was a child? And that when I, you clearly saw me touch her butt. <laughs> Do you think that's normal? Did, were you okay? Did you have a safe child? Do you want to talk? Like, 
holy shit balls. <clears throat> and she's like, well, you came upstairs and I, I just thought maybe you were looking for her. And I was like, no, she's an adult. She's good on her own. I was honestly trying to get away from the way that you smell. I think I'm allergic to it and I can't fucking breathe. And she's like, oh my God, I've been spraying it around the house because my first customer said, or customer client said that whatever I was wearing smelled lovely and, and she wished it were around the house. And I was like, can I ask you to describe this person to me? And she's like, well, her and her husband were like my age. And I was like, you can stop. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> there you go. Mm-hmm. So I get outside and my realtor was like, Shane, you don't, you don't look right. And I'm like, listen, I apparently I have a child bride. My heart problems are visibly acknowledgeable to, to the outside public. And that woman wants to murder me. I can't like we're off to a great fucking start. <sighs> what a brutal, brutal day. It was like nine hours of house hunting and all the offers we ended up putting in. They went with other people. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have recently or are currently in the market to buy a home, if you're waiving inspections, fuck you. You people are the reason that we're not getting a fucking house. We're choosing to do the smart thing to sit there and protect ourselves as the buyers mm -hmm. and to protect the sellers from anything that could potentially go wrong and open either party up to litigation. And you know what? Fuck off. All these damn people sitting there and saying, I'll waive inspection. I just want the house. Fuck you. Killing me. My back hurts. I'm sweating. Ugh. I'm not even wearing a sweatshirt. It was so fucking hot in here when I came in. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking forgot. It's, uh, it's one thing I've noticed this year already, just in the... the short time that it's starting to get warm out i've been getting some of the worst migraines of my whole oh, life so bad already and this, this is something that like i don't recall ever having issues with as a kid with you know the allergies and the season change and shit like that well but that changes every seven every years. year progressively mm -hmm. i just i've noticed it more and more and this year is killing me i've had quite a few bad ones just right behind my fucking eyeballs already and those oh, are the yeah. ones that just make me want to fucking blow my head off god damn this shit's brutal Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since I've dealt with that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I had migraine problems growing up in, in middle school and early high school, but when I got you know, 16 or so, it kind of turned out of that, and fuck, it is coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, the weather is just cannot make it its mind. That doesn't help either, yeah. For anything. It's typically when I notice it, when it's, you know... 30 degrees and snowing one day and then 70 degrees and sunny the next that sucks yeah that's happened absolutely. quite a few times over the last week so i don't like looking down at my unit and seeing like half of me and then seeing more of me than usual because i'm either that cold or that warm where like i'm starting to hit the age of saggingness hmm. like i don't need either of those scenarios just find me like 50 55 degrees with no wind and i'm here so I went to I went to both Phantoms games this weekend on Friday and Saturday and the Saturday game I wasn't feeling very good just kind of under the weather and but the Friday game I went with a different friend who I don't usually go to these games with yeah so I left work came home got jersey and whatnot and 
I went to his house because he was willing to drive because I fucking hate driving in Allentown. Um, so I was trying to get somebody else to go. <laughs> so I pull up the Do same Do you not time. usually drive yourself? To Phantom Games? Occasionally. But if I can find somebody else to do it, I will I will uh, pawn that off at any available opportunity. You know what? It all makes sense. You've seen 47 accidents. Well, that, that too. That too. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> so, anytime. The only time I don't drive through fucking Allentown is fine by me. But So we get to his house at the same time. He's going home from work. And he stops and gets the mail. And you know, we're just talking. And he opens the door. I walk in. His dog comes running out. And just, he goes, hey, buddy, you want to sniff my package? And I went, uh, you, I don't really know you like that. But he was talking to the dog. Dude, the you should have gotten down on all fours <laughs> and just started sniffing towards him. And just been like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was, like, a, it was a master sub situation. Uh, it's like, you couldn't have phrased that any better? But apparently a dog likes to sniff the, the packages, the boxes, and the mail. My dog likes to sniff my package after I've had the sex. Okay. Good to know. So that was a that was oh, yeah. awkward. That was an awkward rest of the night. But uh, that know. set off the whole night. <laughs> yeah. Did you just sit next to him at the at the stadium and just continue to waft his crotch <laughs> in your face and just be like, "Yeah, still smell that package." It didn't take any deep breaths throughout the rest of the night. Yeah. So... <laughs> oh. This fucking Dan breathing through a straw at the side of his mouth. <laughs> oh. yeah. Just trying not to arouse my guest. Uh. We got questions? We did get some questions. Let's lay into some questions while I consult my brain with any other stories that may have occurred this week. Person says, "Hello, Shane. How are you doing today?" I'm good that, that too, by thing? the way. Thanks, Dick. Thanks for asking about me. I'm fine. <laughs> I, I'm well, listener. Thank you. I'd ask how you are, but this is obviously a one-way conversation at the moment, so <laughs> keep it rolling. Uh, this person says, "Hi, Shane and Dan. What is your favorite pizza topping?" Whoa, wait. That was the whole question. Yeah. Was how am I today? Yeah. Hello, Shane. How are you doing today? Was the whole question. Wow. All right. Hold on. We got to back up for a second. Okay. I thought that was, I thought you were just like, it was designed to be read in parts and I was just waiting for the rest of it. I wouldn't have just been like, fine. How are you? Like this person clearly is, wants to know how I'm doing in yeah. life. So let's, let's get, let's give him or her. How much time do you got listener? <laughs> an, an answer. Um, all right. So like, I, I am fine by the way, all things considered, I am swell. The migraine has since passed. I'm sure. I mean, it was nice today. I'm sure it'll fucking snow tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure I'll, I'll be back to squinting through, through my eyeballs or eyelids squinting through eyelids. I don't know. I'm not going to have that conversation with myself on this podcast. I'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Me and one of my other six personalities. Um, but I woke up today and I was feeling, you know, I was feeling, I was feeling good. I was feeling like this is going to be a good day. Um, and you know, I, I open up the email for work, which I, I try to not do until I've gotten my day started. But I had a, a, an errand to run in the middle of the day, right? So I, I woke up a little bit earlier than normal, open up my work email, and there's 74 fucking emails. And I'm like, this better be like one chain of laughing, of laughter, excuse me, not laughing. That's ridiculous. And that's it. No, it was like 
63 like different emails some of them had some responses to it and i was like oh it's gonna be a fucking day it's gonna be a day so it really started off poor to be honest and then i went in and i gotta i gotta run on some of that stuff and i had to <clears throat> i had to uh i had to go to i had to go to the courthouse i was getting uh, a new passport and whew, i mean i was essentially down to like just boxers and socks like walking through their metal detector they were like do you are you sure you don't have metal anywhere else and i'm like yeah pretty fucking positive i got a titanium cock I'm like sitting here. It's like, where else could there be? Like, you made me take off my belt. My like, my shoes are like, are, are what do you want me to do here? Like, I I don't. It's in everyone's best interest for me to not get naked. Like, there's a lot of skin right now, and not in the fun places. Like, this is just not okay. <laughs> but ultimately, I think that they were just like, this guy's just fat. Like, let's just let him go. He's probably <laughs> just metal like, detector detects. Like, he's just is. probably got so much like odd nutrients in his body that something is counting as like metal through like the eighth lever level of epidermi. So I finally, I, I get in, I take care of that. Now I also have a call with a therapist later, right? Cause I started all this med- medication and stuff for those heart things and, and anxiety shit from months ago when we last had this conversation, I was supposed to go start going to seeing a new therapist and I just never did. And they were like, dude, you've been taking this medicine without being consulted weekly on how you're feeling. And I'm like, I feel good. <laughs> and they're like, that's not enough. So now I started like, and they were like, are you sure you feel good? And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. Like, what if I can't recognize what's good and bad? What I don't know what to do. So they put me on a rush call for a, a therapy thing, which I didn't know was possible because everyone I know right now wants to see a fucking therapist and no one can because they're all overworked and overbooked and no one has any available spaces. But no, they had time to talk to me. And when I tell you that the first thing that they said is, well, how have you adjusted to the medicine? Do you notice anything different? Are you feeling okay? And I was like, yeah, I feel good. And they're like, great. Uh, well, same time next week. And I'm like, ha. Huh. Are you charging me for an hour? And they're like, well, this is just like a consultation. Like, but next week will be like the real thing. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, fine. I accept that. Fast forward about three and a half hours later into the day. And I get another call. And it's that therapist's office again. It's the same woman talking to me like we've never had a conversation before. And I was like, we've been talking for about 12, 13 minutes now on this call. And just keep saying this call. What does that mean? And I'm like, it means that you called me three and a half hours ago and had the same conversation we're having now. Only now you're taking it to like a third and fourth grade level instead of kindergarten saying, take the training wheels off, kid. Let's get into some deeper stuff. Let's make you see, use your, your adult words. So then I got back to my kajillion emails and I'll be honest. The only thing that was really holding me through today was the fact that I got to see Dan's beautiful face. So to make all this come through, that's it right there is a handsome man. That's why I'm fine. It's because every once a week, every week and this week, twice, twice a week, I get to spend some time with Dan. So I'm fine. Thank you for the extraordinarily in-depth question. I'm hope that my in-depth answer gave you some insight into the insanity that is my existence. 
This person says, hello, Shenandoah. What is your favorite pizza topping? Ooh. Chicken bacon ranch. Okay, so I am a chicken bacon, but I like, uh, I'll make a, like a honey hot sauce type of mix okay. instead of the ranch. Um, that works not too. A, not a big ranch guy, but, um, but that is, that's, that's quality stuff right there. Um, I so, enjoy ranch and mayo, but I don't ever go out of my way to eat them. I'll only eat them if they appear on like a burger or a, in this case, a pizza. Like I've, I've never so, voluntarily put ranch and mayo or anything, but I do enjoy both of them. I really dislike mayo. Um, ranch, like I can eat. I'm just not a fan of like, but I can like get through it. But I do have a question. In light of Claude Giroux's, uh grilled cheese-isms, are you one of those people that uses mayonnaise instead of butter on a grilled cheese? No. You could taste the difference if someone did, right? Probably. There's no probably about it, Dan. You fucking can. <laughs> well, it yeah. bothers me so much. They're like, you get that little tanginess? I'm like, just use butter. <laughs> Come on. Jesus. It's too aggressive. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you messing up a simple sandwich? God, the fucking flyers are going to make bank on the stupid grilled cheeses. Two slices of bread and a fucking craft single they're going to sell for 15 bucks at least. They are going to make a killing off of that Thursday. <sighs> Probably. But back to the question at hand. The pizza toppings. Yes. So one of my favorite like date days, like home date days uh, to do with Stephanie is like we'll make our own pizza. So we'll make the dough like early on in the day and let it rise and everything. Um, and we'll make like a bunch of different kinds of like small personal pizzas or whatever. Um, and like we've like a nice pizza stone in the oven and stuff. It's works out really nice. Like there is not a lot of overlapping interest with us in like when we're at home, like outside the home, like we can probably go and do anything and have a good time together. Um, but we both like decompress very differently. Um, we both eat very differently ordinarily, but like pizza is one of those like universal things where yeah. like, all right, let's like pizza and tacos. We're like, we're good with this. I um, so, so did I, um, but uh, <laughs> that was my pregame meal before I drank myself half to death. Think about I'd that. say that's probably a smart decision, honestly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but we'll make a bunch of different types of things. And one of the, um, so this is not something, it's not something that like I would get out, I think. And I know it's a thing, but like I did it specifically because I knew it was a thing, but wanted to try it. And if I was going to try it, I wanted to try it and know it was good. So, um, oh shit, hold on a second. Pause this for just a second. I got to close the door. I did not know that Stephanie was home. <laughs> Woman! <laughs> How long you been home? Damn, girl, I'm out here talking about you and shit. Good. Keep the dog downstairs. Good things, I promise. Nothing about them cheeks. Good things. I need you to keep all that in there. Okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I don't know if there's pizza. many pizza toppings that I'll like turn down. Yeah. It depends I don't think on the so. day. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is why, and, and it's very heavy. Like you can't, like in my opinion, like I could never get an entire pizza of this. Even a personal pizza is like too much. But like a slice of this, kind of cool. So like I made, um, like a vodka sauce, and I had like a like a four or five cheese mix as well, and I had made uh, homemade pasta and I had made homemade ziti. Uh, with that pasta uh, or like as the pasta and I did that so I used instead of like a traditional like pizza sauce I used the vodka sauce and then I used the uh, the uh, ziti noodles that I had made put that on top I had a quite tasty damn like a pink vodka sauce and chicken pizza the other week Oh, nice. Yeah. The, uh, we got a really good pizza place, literally like two blocks away, uh, that I uh, frequent. <clears throat> and they get creative with their, uh, you know, ones they have out during the day every once in a while. And that was, uh, that was one of them. So, yeah. I don't think that, what is your take on, uh, pineapple on pizza, by the way? Um, I am not for it, but I understand, like, neither am I. To me, it's one like that's one of those things where enough people like this that I have to acknowledge that like, it's it's a thing. It's not a niche thing. It's a real thing. Like, um, I'm trying to think of another example. I, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I I would not put it on pizza. Um, but I'm not gonna you know shame someone for doing so. Now pickles on pizza. I, I mean. How murderous do you want me to get? Is that a thing? Do people have pickles on pizza? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, fuck those people. They're horrible human beings. But I could talk a lot about, because, like, I'm not a huge pizza guy. Like, I, of, like, all the Italian foods, like, and, and variations of Italian foods that you can do, pizza's probably, like, my least favorite. Um, but that being said, like, to make your own pizza and to mess around with a bunch of different stuff, like... It's really good. Plus, there's an awesome like sausage place in like Oxford Valley-ish area, um, and I'm blanking on the name. I just know where it's located. Um, but like, you can get like kielbasa and stuff, and and like just different variations of, of sausages and stuff. And holy shit balls! Like, slice that down, throw that on uh, on a on a pie, and it's just it's amazing. So, great question. Here for the food questions. Um, <clears throat> this person says, are you prepared for Claude Giroux to leave? And how do you think he'll ultimately be remembered? Um, there's a, I, mm. that's kind of twofold. Like from the business side, I am more than ready for this fucking era of Flyers hockey to go away forever. And he's a big piece of that. But at the same time, there is the last little dwindling fandom in me that he's been here for legitimately half of my life at this point, you know. And uh, I don't really know Flyers hockey without him. You know, yeah. made what two thousand nine? I would have been thirteen. You know, I'm gonna be twenty six <laughs> this year. It's legit half my life. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big change. But I'm also um, just kind of ready for it, I guess made peace with the fact that he probably won't be here. And, and yeah, how will he only be remembered? That's an interesting one. I think sure's the goat. Um, you know, anybody 
all the, all the old heads are gonna argue with me, and then they'll put the phone down and go to the fucking early bird special at the fucking local diner so they can fuck themselves. But you know, I uh, cool. I don't know how I'll be remembered. Um, so for me, I am I I liken this one very much to to Chase Utley. Like I was not like emotionally prepared to see Chase Utley not in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform. However, I recognize that there was still just enough left there that he could go and, and, and still be a piece somewhere. And if he gets another opportunity or an opportunity in Drew's case to go after, you know, a ring, like I knew it needed to happen. So like, I'm not emotionally prepared to see him play elsewhere. Uh, that being said, if he gets the opportunity to like, it's going to be my favorite show to watch for the rest of the year is closure in city X, um, you know, in the cup run for that team. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's just kind of the, the difficult reality of it. Um, would I love for him to be a flyer for his entire career? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I would also really like for one of the good guys in the game to have an opportunity to win a cup. And that's, pretty fucking clear that it's not going to happen here in Philadelphia um, during I'm the years of his life. This, this is over though. I think he's getting, I'm, I, I, if he I may was, come back. If I was a betting man, I think he's coming back in the off season. Yeah, he may. Um, and I look, I, don't, and I, if I, he, I just, I cannot I'll tell you my this. brain around the fact that this era is over. I don't think it's going to happen. I think if anybody's coming back, I really, it does not happen as often as people think it does, but I've, uh, you know, made it akin to Patrick Marlowe in the past, a franchise icon, living legend, you know, the, the biggest star of the franchise oh, yeah. had in recent history. He would, I mean, there was like three or four trade deadlines there where he would come back, resign, the Sharks would be out of it, and he would get traded at the deadline somewhere. Like, if anybody's going to come back, it's going to be Giroux. I think that right now, if he just, if he stays with the Flyers, I think his, I think the way that he'll be remembered is, you know, a, a phenomenal talent, probably underrated um, by both local and national uh, media and fans alike, and a guy who the organization failed. I think if he leaves, wins a cup elsewhere, or, or doesn't, whatever, if he leaves and chooses to come back, like, I think that is, like, I think that solidifies him as the GOAT for people. That's like the, you know, you came back for us. Like, you came back for, for this city. You came, like, you're ours now. We're yours. Like, this is a partnership that is meant to be. And it'll just, it'll it'll be a fucking nightmare because he's not going to win here. Um, but ultimately, it'll be, he'll be remembered for that more than the play. He'll be remembered for the guy who, you know, understood I needed to leave this franchise to give them a piece or two towards the future. But I chose to come back and I chose to likely come back at a discount uh, and, and finish out my career in the city that made me. Um, and I think that that will be what he would be remembered by more so than the, you know, 13, 14 years he's been a flyer to begin with. I mean, he's going to hit a thousand games on Thursday. You yep. know, it's something that we're probably not going to see again for quite some time. You know, considering he's only the second person to do it, and it's been, what, 40 years since Clark did it, you know. It's not a, a thing that happens. Um, you know, he's going to be a, a franchise goat for all time. His numbers will be in the rafter one day, you know. they'll. Uh, he'll, he's just, I, I think he's going to be the guy 
that the organization failed that for whatever reason mm -hmm. you know he just it didn't work here and i don't think people are going to look back in anger on this one i think they're going to realize that and especially once he's gone and this team gets even worse the last two months of the season <laughs> like once this trade deadline passes and he and braun are gone holy fuck get ready for even more chaos but you oh know, yeah I, I think uh i i think most people with the benefit of hindsight on Giroux, even if they're angry with him now, I think they'll look back and, and realize just, you know, what he was able to accomplish during his time here, even if it wasn't in the form of a Stanley Cup. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this person says, how did Wade Allison look in his return? Fuck, that was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen from an individual. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. He went out there in the first shift, and... He almost scored twice, and then he almost got his hand cut off. He fell down in the crease, and a defenseman stomped on his wrist. Uh, it wasn't, I don't think it was like Matt Cook-esque. This wasn't, you know, predatory. It was just kind of an accident. But uh, he he gets up, and he looks at his hand, and he skates off to the bench and goes down the tunnel. I'm like, well, that's not good. And it was during a TV timeout. And the ice crew comes out, and, you know, they usually scrape the snow off, and, and, and they're out there with a pole and they're scraping parts of the ice. I'm like, what are they doing? And they're doing it for a while. Cause it didn't dawn on me. They just got his fucking hand cut off. So I later come out there scraping his blood off the ice because he was leaking like a fucking faucet. So he misses the rest of the first period. And of course, you know, Wade Allison first shift back almost gets his hand cut off. Cause that's just the luck this guy has. He came back in the second period. He was clearly favoring his hand a little bit, but he did register two assists. He got the game-winning goal. He was pumping up the crowd. He was getting in the face. He is a fucking hell of a shot. Mm -hmm. I just, oh my, it's fantastic. He was, he, it was so cool. I just, I wish this guy can stay healthy for more than five minutes when he steps on the ice, because if he can make it to the Flyers, we have a, a new boom period in Philadelphia hockey. This is the guy. This is the guy that's going to be the difference maker. And if he can just fucking stay healthy, he, he's it. Uh, he did not play Saturday or Sunday. I believe I read that the idea was Friday and Sunday. And then, you know, because of the, the cut race, they didn't see a reason to, um, you know, rush him back. So. But uh, he looked phenomenal in that game. He always looks phenomenal. That's the thing is, like, I think it's easy to lose hope with a guy like Allison because all the injuries build up and you go, oh, fuck, you know, he just he can't make it. But he earns that love and respect back immediately every time he comes back because he just continues to bust his ass and look good. So if he could just stay healthy and figure it out, you know, obviously he also this... has the personality that almost no one on this team has. He's got so much charisma. He's just such a fun dude who just not a care in the world. His oh, post-game yeah. comments are like, yeah, I got stepped on. Here's a cut right here. I fucked up one of my tattoos, but luckily I got more. And I'm like, I fucking love this guy. Oh, He's yeah. just the best. Oh, Jesus. Obviously, this season is a lost one for, for the Flyers, but, um, you know. I, I hope that he can get his shit together in the offseason. They don't play him in any fucking rookie games next year. And he can come back healthy and, uh, you know, be the star this team so desperately needs. Because, fuck, if he can stay healthy, I'm telling you, we're going to win 10 cups in the way to Allison area. Oh, my God. That's bold, but whatever. <laughs> this person says, uh, question for Shane. What are your thoughts on the honeymoon? Any ideal destinations in mind? Like my honeymoon? Yeah, I guess. I didn't know people knew I was getting married. Um, 
I get, I guess I do talk about that on the show. Um, I'm sure, it's come. I, I, yeah. Did we talk about that on air yet? I'm sure it's come know. up in the past, but I feel like we've talked about it off air. We talked about the 500 of the subode, which is not dropped yet. So right. I'm sure it's got mentioned on air at some point, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because we like we just set a date like a week or two ago, and like before that, I think I just have forever referred to her as yeah. either my wife or fiance. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, no, that's I, look. It's nice to be nice to be to ask now. We haven't uh, we haven't talked about any of that. I honestly feel like the thing that would be very like us, Barry, me, and Steph, uh, would be to uh, go to the Women's College World Series and spend the week there for the Softball World Series. It's one of the I mentioned earlier on the show how we don't have a ton of overlapping um, like television interests, but you know, and things like that. Uh, but that is one week out of the year where we are both just like glued to the couch. Uh, you know, we're getting takeaway food, you know, we're barbecuing and we are just sitting there and watching college softball. Um, and if you have never seen college softball, it is, and I, I mean, they do such an amazing, amazing job. Um, so I could not recommend that enough. Um, you know, the, the girls are extremely talented. Uh, the coaches all have a ton of charisma. The commentating is phenomenal. Um, it's just, it's super cool. Um, but I, I do think that would be something that's very us. Um, but, you know, I, I also think that, you know, there's there's the thought of, um, you know, going, uh, going somewhere in Italy um, is something I've always, you know, wanted to do is um, she just doesn't enjoy traveling, so. We'll have to see. I don't know. <laughs> but you guys will know, and I'll invite all of you so that I can hang out with you. Uh, wow. This is a... What's the best piece of life advice that you could give? Huh. Deep. Honestly, this one's simple. Listen to fucking people that are smarter than you. And I feel yeah. like that is a lost art in the modern day of social media in 2022 when we just went through a fucking goddamn global pandemic and, you know, the dumbest motherfuckers were the ones that were the loudest on this topic refusing to listen to science, right? <laughs> With your fucking three teeth in your fucking head because you're goddamn idiots. But uh, listen to people that are smarter than you. It's okay to to take medical advice from doctors, I swear. Your fucking crazy aunt on Facebook doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. I promise you. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole talk less, listen more thing uh, is is certainly something that is great advice. Um, you know, along that same line, um, I for me, I think this is this has always been the most valuable piece of, of advice for me that, that I've ever received. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure this is a quote of someone and I can't fucking recall who at this moment. Um, but we are all more than the worst thing that we've ever done. Um, and I think a lot of people unfortunately get defined or define themselves or allow others to define them as one thing or one moment or one decision um, and the reality of it is we are all going to make terrible decisions. We're all going to, um, really fuck some stuff up. Um, but don't allow that single moment, um, you know, or a series of, of events to dictate 
you know, your self-worth going forward. Um, I think a lot of people sit there and think like uh, for, for me, for example, I, like I thought I was going to be a baseball player cause I was a fucking idiot. Um, and I did not go to school right away. And that was a mistake. Um, and it took me a long time to wrap my head around the thought, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be the guy who never went to college and I'm going to have a, you know, a ceiling on my, you know, earnings potential and like as to what I can do in life because I fucked up. Um, and my, one of my late uncles, uh, you know, had mentioned, he's like, you're more than that decision. Like every day you choose to let that define you and to not go back to school or not do this and, you know, not do that. Um, you know, like you're actively sitting there and playing into the thing that weighs you down. Um, you know, so I, I think that if I could give anyone, uh, advice, it's that you are certainly more than the worst thing that you've done. So, um, and never be the smartest person in the room. Never. If you are, find another fucking room. Hmm. Yeah. That was deep. That was a deep one to end on. Mm-hmm. That goes back to what I said earlier. Talking about how a, a, an older woman realtor almost murdered me with her scent, and then all of a sudden... <clears throat> you know, now we're talking uh, about some deep stuff and that's what I enjoy about this show. Um, and something that I guess I take for, for granted a bit, you know, as I go back and listen to some of our old stuff and, and touch in with some of those stories, we do really go kind of all over the spectrum here in terms of sometimes we hit hockey stuff like we did tonight. Sometimes we hit actual life things. Um, you know, a great deal of the show is certainly us kind of fucking around and telling stories, but, um, you know, every once in a while, we, you get to have moments and conversations like that, and I dig it all. It's all good. I enjoy the laughs. I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the questions that are a bit more real, um, and I enjoy the hockey talk. You know, even if it's the Philadelphia Flyers, and they make me want to, you know, play in traffic. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, let me think. I don't know if I got anything else. Well, we almost killed an hour. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You think large areolas are a turnoff? Um, they're less than ideal. I don't know if I make or break someone with their size of their nips, but... Uh... Not the nipple itself, the areola. Sure. Hmm. Curious. Curious. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's a lot of weird ass shit that's been going on in my brain lately. Um. Oh, I uh, because my back is is so bad. I have finally decided. Uh, I, I think I've talked about this before. I like strongly dislike being touched unless it's for sexual purpose. Like I don't need to be touched in any type of way, unless we're going to fuck, um, which is tough, man. When you, when I meet some of you guys out there and you're like, Oh my God, Hey, like, it's so great to meet you. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. And they come up to give me a hug. And like, I start like, just hold on now. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Um, no, I'm, I'm polite and I can handle myself like a person. Like if you're going to shake my hand or like give me a hug or whatever, like that is what it is. But like I, the thought of a massage without like 
finishing <laughs> seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> Why are we doing this? No one needs to relax this much. Like I'm all for like I'm all for edging, right? I'm all for sitting there and getting yourself like as just wild as you can and just not getting quite there until you're like, you know what? This is the moment. But when this is the moment never happens and you're just <laughs> sitting there forever, like just perennially on the cusp of orgasm, but never can get there, which is must be how women feel with us. But like, it just hurts my soul to think of, right? Like I just, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I don't care how much pain I'm in. So I finally make the call. <sighs> Stephanie goes to, uh, she's like a, a membership at a massage place. Um, so she goes once or twice every month. I don't know, probably to just get the fuck away from me and to get touched without having to have sex. Um, but, uh, so I call and they were like, all right, uh, you know, have you been here before? And I was like, I have never had a massage before. She's like, Oh, you're going to love it. And I was like, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, how do you mean? I was like, I don't like to be touched. And she's like, well, we do like Reiki massages. And I'm like, that's even worse. Like, do you know what that is, by the way? Like a rake? No, I, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's like. I'm just imagining somebody with a fucking rake just standing No, there. but honestly, that sounds pretty okay to me. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's like. Uh, it's like an, the Google thing here. Yeah, so it's like an energy type of transfer type of thing, and I can't recall like the R E I K I. Yeah, so like basically, you don't actually get touched. It's just like you feel them like close. Japanese form of energy healing. Yeah, subset of alternative medicine. Use a technique called palm healing through a universal energy transfer. So they were like, we can do this. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm in actual pain. Like I need actual, <laughs> I need actual touching. I don't need fake spiritual stuff. And no offense if you believe in that. Like, that's totally cool. I'm actually sure it works, but, um, but like, I couldn't get into a headspace where it would for me. I would just constantly be stressed. Um, but she's just like, okay, well, she's like, well, what kind of pressure like, would you like? And I was like, you know how like there's like light as a feather and and then like there's like someone's punching you in the back and she's like yeah I'm like punch me in the fucking back like I don't want an ounce of pleasure to come out of this I want every single knot in my back diffused immediately the quicker this massage is over with the fucking better and she's like okay she's like I think you're gonna be in quite a bit of pain and I was like great I was like I don't need. <laughs> To sit there and just be like, this is, this is nice. You know, and she's like, all right, well, I have another question. She's like, do you care if it is a male or a female masseuse? And I was like, I don't give a damn. Punch me in the back. Use a bat if you want. I don't care. I was like, this is an intimate interaction right now. This is just, this is right now. It is you violently abusing my back and somehow making it feel better. Uh, so I have an appointment in first week of April. We'll see how that goes. I think I'm just going to like live stream it with you guys. Like not the the listeners, like the brotherly pod crew. I'm going to let you guys watch me sit there and just scream in agony. Clinical research does not show Reiki to be effective treatment uh, for any medical condition, including cancer, diabetic neuropathy, anxiety, depression. Well, sure. Therefore should not be replaced uh, by conventional medical treatment. There's no proof of the effectiveness of Reiki therapy compared to placebo. Hmm. I don't doubt that like something like that, like 
that there I do very much I'm a big energy guy so like I do believe that there like can be a transference of energy um and like a sense of calm uh that can come over you especially if if the entirety of the environment is correct and the person who's like performing that act on or for you um is someone that you trust like I'm sure that there has its benefits but for what is going on with my back that at this point is just one giant knot. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what pyramid schemes are? Mm-hmm. Great. Like, I'm pretty sure that like, that's like what the knots in my back are. I have one giant knot. That is the entire landscape of my back. And beneath that knot is two knots that work for him. And then beneath that are four knots that work for each of those two knots that work for the big guy, which is the whole back. And it's just going to go down to the thousands and thousands and thousands of little fucking goddamn things that are in my back god the other question they ask is do you have a slip disc uh or a hernia or anything like that and like i don't have definitive proof of any of this shit so i was like nah what if i do like what if they push the disc back what if they push it further out i don't know how medical stuff works like holy shit dude like i could be crying for like a reason that like i don't because i've never been there i've never been like touched in this way so like i could be crying thinking this pain i'm experiencing is normal when the end of the massage comes and they're like you can get off the table now i'm like i can't, I can't. <laughs> like i don't know what's gonna happen oh okay gonna be a nightmare man gonna be a nightmare oh another thing on the same principle of the of the, of the massages so my other buddy goes to um it's like a whole, uh, like a whole like experience. Like they have a massage room. Um, they also have like a, a muscle, uh, like tension relief type of, of doctor that's there uh, that will work on you. But then they also have like ice baths and saunas uh, or hot tubs, um, like all these different like things to kind of shock your body and make you feel like decent. So I was, I called to sit there and see like what a day at like this spa type thing would be. And like what types of things that like those packages included. And they were like, well, you know, with COVID we actually don't offer the massages anymore or the doctor thing. And I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, no problem. Um, they were like, but you know, the, the sauna is good. Like, you know, usually you can fit 10 people in there. We're only doing eight. And I'm like, all right and they're like in the pools and the water and things like that like there's no limitation like you can get in and i was like do people have to wear masks and they're like no and i'm like so don't you think that like maybe you could also continue to offer massages i feel like you've taken like you're putting people in tiny little rooms and blasting heat in reused (laughs) air i'm pretty sure whatever that person's got i got too if chlamydia can travel through the air without sexual contact i probably got that now i don't have the clap that ain't me. And I did that to him. I'm not saying I had to clap. I'm saying that I didn't even know. <laughs> it's a oh. quote from Shane on the best of. Yes. One of them. I don't remember which one. <clears throat> Who knows? We better wrap this one up. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep remembering stories of things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> You heard the man, everyone. End of the uh, end of the episode. 
Um, didn't someone mention something in Twitter, by the way? I want to make sure I didn't forget them. I don't know either, man. Just give me a second. Wait, I got to go to like my own Twitter since I don't talk that much. <sighs> well, I guess whoever it was deleted whatever it was that they put in there. So, we're good here. What is your take on uh, permanent daylight savings time? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, there was a reason that that existed before, and it was specific to, you know, making sure we maximize the light for crops and for farming. Yeah. Mm. We're good. We're fucking good here. Like, this affects how many people, how many places, and just fuck off. Stop. Stop messing with me. I hate it. I didn't even know this week that I lost an hour of sleep. I thought I just felt like shit. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. It's going up Wednesday. Um, we're doing a frequent flyer on Friday. I know that. Um, we'll probably... Do something on. Sound like a fucking pterodactyl. (laughs) Doing something on. I'm sure we're doing something on Monday for uh, the trade deadline. So we may have to push this show back till Tuesday again next week. So get ready. Um, Yeah. We'll go from. Maybe. I don't know if we're doing a switch about or not. I've not heard from uh, anybody over there. We shall see, I guess. We're both yawning. It is only fucking 9 o'clock, and I feel like it's the middle of the night. Um, yeah, it's terrible. <clears throat> at Dan the Fire Fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Um, yeah, plenty of shit up on the website. The crazy trade deadline scenario is up now. My favorite biannual pieces to write. And the uh, Deal or No Deal Volume 2 is up as well, which is still working to the best of my knowledge. So you can uh, check those out. And, uh, yeah. Shane! You guys can get me on Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. All right, everyone. Until next time, goodbye and good night!